That was like a um, that was a mural in uh, in itself. The whole song. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You could, you, could, uh, you could definitely hear the hear the colors. You could listen to the colors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who was it? Uh, Calle 13? Calle 13, Pal Norte. Pal Norte. That's a that's a good song. You, you guys should go, ch- go and check it out for sure. Um, so this so today was gonna be our our this was gonna be our first week off on the podcast, and um, I seen a post from K Rich that. There was be there's gonna be a, a a viewing for his documentary at the Maya Cinema, and I was like, man, like I got I gotta come check this out. And I seen what it was, and I was like, we were there, like like we all lived this 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 time in um in in town, you know. And um, it was this documentary for um uh, for a for a tour of of murals in in, in the city, and um, I went out there, checked it out. It was super inspiring. And we have the the filmmaker today, Samuel Contreras. Contreras. And um, man, thank you for for stopping by. No, uh, thank you for for inviting it, me. Appreciate it. I had to, man. Um, we're watching it, and before before the uh, the documentary even ended, I was like, I'm I'm gonna hit this guy up right now, and before we leave and see if he's uh down to come out and sit down and have a conversation. So and are we here? Here we are. How um so this documentary that we're speaking about um uh how 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 did it come about or uh, yeah, um, so I'm also, um, first, like I said, thank you once again for yeah, yeah. having me here. Um, and so I'm a documentarian, right, yeah. by trade. And so I'm also part of Dulce Front. Uh, okay. So uh, Dulce Front, we are a nonprofit that focuses on multimedia, multigenerational events and art. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a collective of artists that work through a social justice lens. Okay. And so... Um, and so Ome, uh, which one of the founders of Dulce Front and Tony got connected with K, K- Rich. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, K Rich and, um, uh, the AAACP, FNO State, they, you know, um, uh, uh, order, uh, organized the process yeah. in Fresno. Right. And so out of that, um, you know, they want to take a little bit further what they can do. It was in the summer of 2020, right. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, civil unrest throughout the country. Right. In which was a lot of protests, right. Especially with what happened with George Floyd. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, they decided, so let's, you know, what we're going to do about that? You know, just know the protest, but let's take a little further. And so they came up with the idea of doing one mural, right? Let's yeah. do one mural. And, um, and I just saw that the posting on Instagram too, you know, they're going to create this mural. Yeah. And I just decided to, you know, get my camera, uh, mm-hmm. show up there. It was 105 degrees, <laughs> you know? Um, and I was like, you know, this is truly historical. I don't think yeah, they have yeah. seen something like this. Um, and so like I said, I just decided, nobody told me, you know, go ahead and document yeah. it. It was, I think it was just, it just, um, it was born naturally. It was something that it was organic that, you know. Yeah. So you just, that, I guess that's, that's what I was leading up to. Like it, it was like, you didn't get the phone call. Like we need you, like we we're booking you. Like you, you decided to just pick up the camera and go document. Right. Like I was telling, uh, the crew, I was like, man, like if, if he hadn't, uh, picked up that camera, like, like that would have just when uh, they would have brushed it under the rug or after the building uh, dropped and they painted over some murals, it's like, man, like that would have been forgotten, but like you need to document these stories. And, and that, that's, that's what you ended up doing. No. Yeah. 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 And like I said, it was, it, um, you know, at the moment I just feel it was important, right. Yeah, to, yeah. Although, you know, we did have some media coverage, you know, they came yeah. to do a, a news report, but it was something, you know, they just um, get them, they say for a few minutes, um, to document a little bit, record, have some interviews, right? But it was recent, it wasn't really emerging into yeah. the story. There was so much layers into it. Was just, you know, just about painting the mural, per se, yeah. right? It was so much deeper than that. It was about community. It was about a message, mm-hmm. right? It was about the experience of the artist, too, right? Um, something that wasn't portrayed, for instance, in a news report, right? In, yeah, the, yeah. The two, in a two-minute, two, three-minute news. Yeah, I was about to say, because to, to some news uh, outlets, it's just, it's just a story, and they'll like, they'll 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 air it in quick little two three minute, and it's it's a wrap. But like someone like yourself, that documenting the whole story, the background, even um, like I, I like that that you had you had Ome and uh she's on the phone and all that like all all the all that's needed right there. Yeah, yeah, most most definitely. Like I said, uh, it was not some one person, right? It was yeah. a lot of individuals. Obviously, the artists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, all you know, the folks that do stuff around Cambridge, right? The NWP, they all contribute mm-hmm. to this. Uh, but also, most importantly, to the um, 
the community once again, right? Yeah. And so for me, it was to document all of that process, yeah, right, yeah. of how these murals came to be, they, from the ideas, right, from the concept of the mural um, to, you know, to revealing the mural, yeah. right? And we have, for instance, um, community events, uh, mm-hmm. to reveal each of the murals, right? Yeah. And so once again, it was important for me to capture that. How many How many murals were they? So once I get the idea, and they started with one, with right? One. I said, that was the original plan. We said, mm-hmm. we're going to do just one mural, and that's it, right? Yeah. But once again, the community came through. Artists yeah. were donating their time, saying, let's just let's do it, right? Mm-hmm. And they just keep up on going, and the community keeps showing up to events. They keep donating money, paint, um, uh, food, waters, right? Yeah. And so we ended up doing six, uh, 14 murals in total. 14 murals. Yeah. That's a lot. And yeah, and they were they were all over uh, the downtown area, right? And like towards Tower. I, I Tower, also the Chinatown. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and, and I think when you think about the locations themselves yeah. too, that this is, you know, areas that perhaps, you know, physically are not the most beautiful. I know it, it brought, it brought some beauty to it for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. No. And then that's, that's a good thing about art that it, it does beautify certain areas that might just be looked down upon or, or just, <laughs> you might not want to be there or now, now it makes it like the photo op or people want to come out and, Take the time and check it out, and um, so after um, after after meeting you and uh, I, I found you on social media and I went through your, I went I went to the uh, the website you had on your bio, and I got stuck out. You have some documentaries on there, so you've been doing this for for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, I went to McLean High School, you know, okay, just, just locally here in Fresno. And so since I was in high school, I started doing documentaries about World War II veterans. Uh, when I went to college, I um, majored in film studies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, was, it wasn't film production per se, right? Yeah. It was more about the concept and theory of film. Yeah. And so I was fortunate enough to um, get my MFA degree from UC Santa Cruz in what is called social documentation. Okay. So it's about the community filmmaking, but through a social justice lens. Nice. And so, you know, since then, I've been producing my own documentaries and, of course, once again, with topics that are origin to the community, specifically to the Latino community, yeah. um, you know, to the African-American community in this case, right? Uh, and so, yeah, like I said, I, I feel really fortunate to have discovered uh, my talent, yeah. uh, my passion, and, you know, more, more importantly, then I'm able to develop it, too. Have you ever been... You've always had that 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 love for documenting, archiving, and all that, or always, 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 always been you know interested in culture, on yeah. language, geography, all of that, and and especially the arts, right? Yeah. Um, and so, which is not really traditional. Coming uh, myself as an immigrant, yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, uh, I'm the first one in my family to go to college, and so you know, being an artist and going, you know, for, you know, college for, for yeah, artists yeah, foreign, like, like, yeah, how are you gonna get paid for that? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, I, I had the eye on the prize. This is what I want to do. This is what I, I want to develop, you know, my passion, my talent. I want to keep doing this type of work. And like I said, I'm really fortunate that I can I still keep on doing right now. Yeah, man. That, that, I mean, we thank you for that because that's, that's important. Like someone has to document whether in a, like, like our friend right here, Jesus, he, uh, he, he does our photography and even that alone. And I always tell them like, like that's documenting somehow, like if it's just capturing our age or the way we dress right now or the whatever whatever we're into at this moment like it's documenting and uh when we're out at photo shoots or doing stuff i'm like man like make sure you get behind the scenes for the documentary in the future and it it might be i might be joking in a way but it's like i'm serious like because you never know like you know like we might need this footage in the future for for something it's historical yeah for sure and it's important to have that i think because they help us reflect. Yeah. You know, we are, as humans, we are visual learners, right? Mm-hmm. We uh, learn through imagery, right? Yeah. Images, like they say, you know, a picture said thousand words, image are power. Yeah. Right? So, you know, as, you know, you know years go by and you see this this film, you know, you see this uh, photo and it helps you reflect, right? It how far, back. yeah, how For far sure. perhaps, you know, then a change should have been a change, right? Yeah. Uh, and so it's really important to to keep this uh, legacy of documentation because once again, to I think to help us reflect about our past and going forward to the future. No, for sure. Um, and also to uh, so I seen that you went to uh, UC Berkeley, right? Correct. Yeah, that, um, that's dope. Uh, so I'm I'm from here on, and uh, we kind of touched on it. Uh, our mayor now, uh, uh, Ray Leon, he like that. That's how I know Berkeley, like as a kid, because he would come out from a. Uh, uh, it might have been like his summer breaks or whatever it may have been, but he would come down and, and he 
like everyone will meet at the at the rec center at Keenan Center in Huron and um he would uh, get together and talk about the cultura and he formed his uh, little group called um, Raza Unida they got together they they painted a mirror on, on on the side of the wall and I don't know it it, it just brought that 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 cultura and in, in, mm-hmm. into us and kind of like like I said like that was the first time I heard about Berkeley and so I always adapt that with with him through all that um what what uh what year did you or what what did you uh, study out there? Uh, so he we was he's a different generation. Yeah, yeah, he's a. But you know, and well, we actually I met him, and we out have there? gone to def, uh, you know a lot of events together. Okay, you know we are really uh, I was really involved with the Raza. Yeah, over there too himself, he was really involved. But one thing about Ray Leon, he that I, I learned to admire and, and I kind of inherit from him is a love and pride for the Central Valley. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. always representing and talking about the Central Valley. Yeah, yeah. And as we know. Um, Sometimes Central Valley is not really appreciated. Yeah. Right? It's always people talk smack about Central Valley <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah. especially from the lay of the bay. Yeah. Uh, but Ray Leon always have the pride and joy for the Central Valley. No, for sure. And he, the energy really took it with me, too, because it's always stuck in uh, Central Valley, always. <laughs> yeah, man. And that's that's our job, being from out here. And again, like with this podcast and um, the things that we do outside of the podcast, we we always talk about like, man, we got to give the Valley a, a good, a good eye, you know what I mean? And so people from out there could, they, they would want to come out here and, and you know, just appreciate our area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. So yeah, I mean, again, to go back to the documentaries, like documenting this and, and for them to see that it, it shows that it's not just farms and fields out here. It, we actually have beautiful art on the walls and, and just the people itself. We are complex, right? We're complex individual, complex region. Um, it has its uh, problems and issues, but also has its beauty as well, too. I mean, all cities do, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so now you're uh, you're teaching at Fresno State, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I've been teaching uh, the college level for about six, seven years now. Oh wow. So you know, I started as a grad student at uh, Santa Cruz um, teaching, and then I also did teach at Stanislaus State. For okay. three years, uh, I used to teach in the ethnic studies department. I would teach Chicano film and documentary production as well, Dang, too. That's nice. And so now I'm, I'm here locally because I will commute to as an Islao State, you know, to Turlock. I will commute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, unfortunately, now I'm here at Fresno State. Uh, I teach in the Chicano and Latin American studies. And also I teach in the, um, in the, in the Department of Communication, Journalism, and, and Mass Media, too. So uh, also, you know, documentary production. That's, that's huge. I mean... From being like, I mean, come from immigrant parents, like that's that has to be being an immigrant myself. Oh shoot, that's even <laughs> that's even better. No, that that's that's great, man. Um, what what's the uh, what's the goal with with all the documentaries or that you, that you've been archiving? Yeah, I think it's it's about well, first of all, preservation, right? Mm-hmm. Preservation about this period of time, but also I think it's exposing injustices, yeah. right? Especially as Omes says in the in the documentary, right? The Central Valley specifically, it is a place really hostile for a lot of ethnic groups, yeah. right? A lot of a lot of injustices that go throughout you know his history here in the Central Valley, and so it's about exposing those, right? Uh, giving a voice to those that perhaps have not given the chance to express their voice, yeah. right? Those that have been marginalized for so long right and so it's important to um not just give a voice but amplify the voice right yeah, and yeah. i think for instance really symbolic to have in the movie theater right yeah. we really, really, really amplify the voice right yeah, no. when you see and you hear these stories so it's about that it's about um you know giving back to the community right to grow with the community uh and it's for the community after yeah. all once again because it is important to to have this type of art is to have this type of stories being told about our Central Valley yeah. because we we matter too. No, for sure, and it, I mean we salute that. I, I salute that because um, the, just the way that you guys presented this this uh, last viewing, being at the theater, and um, I enjoy documentaries like that's that's my thing. So that hit, I I for sure left inspired after the uh, after the after watching that, and um, man, like I I don't know like it. I've always uh I always talk about documentaries and um I say how a way that that I like that I was able to uh pass through like little hard times as as youth like I I used to um I used to see it as if it was like a like like my life was a film mm. like man this is just going to this is just like the drama for for the movie and like I'm going to get past it and you know the happily ever after will will, will come mm-hmm. and um so yeah like I, I've always 
kind of see my life in, in, in that way, I guess. Or I don't know if I would just, like, play with it in my own head just to, like, yeah. ease myself and be like, man, it's, it's going to be okay. Like, this is, all movies go through, like, little traumas and sold documentaries, but... Yeah, so I I, I get I, I get so adapt to yeah. I think you couldn't things. put it you know yourself better. It is a metaphor about how you know I think it speaks to the power of filmmaking, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, um, they can inspire you know yeah. people to uh, to become something else, right? They they, yeah, can, yeah. they convince them to, by showing them that you know I could accomplish something. That, and the character yeah. you know was successful at the end of the movie. I can be also successful too. Yeah, for sure. You know, have the connection. Uh, with the story emerging, right? Um, the audience of these emotions. And it's about that too. It's about the inspiration that people can get, right? That uh, perhaps in the community, for instance, my own work, right? That perhaps it's not the prettiest thing, but there's still beauty in it. There's still resiliency and all this pain, all this ugliness too. Yeah, no, there's 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 beauty in the struggle. There and that, that's where uh, I think that, yeah, that like with this podcast, that's where we... Uh, trying to lead forward to like just document those those conversations that have those stories told be told whereas um we are talking to people that had those beautiful struggles and that didn't give up and they kept going i mean i'm sure you got stories uh, being an immigrant and through school and 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 to where you're at now like that's you took advantage of that like there's some of us over here that we were born and raised out here and like we just slack off and we won't take advantage of those things yeah, I think the, the struggle, like I said, it inspires you, yeah. right? Um, you know, myself and a personal level, right? Uh, from arriving here in Fresno, I live in years old without speaking a word of English. I see how my thick ass accents yeah. too, right, to this day, right? I don't give a fuck. Right? <laughs> I, I used I just I used speak out. Yeah. You know, that's it. You came at, uh, at the age of 11? eleven. I was wow. eleven without speaking a word of English whatsoever, and even yes, I can even say nothing. Dang. Um, you know, and then um, going to school, you know, I understood what my sacrifices, my parents, for instance, my dad, he would used to come six months here to Fresno to work in the season uh, in the packing houses, okay. right? And he would go six months to Mexico with us. And he did it for 20 years, going yeah. back and forth. Until we finally, we, um, you know, we're really fortunate that we got a residency, right, to, to migrate here to the United States and settle here in Fresno. And I understand, you know, uh, the, this big sacrifice that my parents have made in order yeah. to, to bring us, you know, my brothers and myself, my sisters, to, to give us a better chance, right, yeah, of yeah. life, to, have a, a, what we, to achieve our dreams and goals. And since that's been my inspiration, right, to take full advantage of it. Every single opportunity, uh, don't take it for granted. Uh, you know, from getting good grades in school, uh, getting admission to Berkeley, going to grad school, right? Um, take it, you know, and make the most out of it, right? Yeah. Like I said, but always, once again, having um, the the mindset of you know helping your community too, yeah. right? Because the community help you too to succeed. You didn't by yourself. You, you know, I was fortunate to have the support of my family, right? That had the support of folks, you know, uh, in the community like Ome, right? Tony, K. Ridge, all these different individuals that support me. And once again, that inspired me just to take advantage and give them the best out of me. Out of me. Yeah, no, and take, yeah, you you have to, uh, man, we, we probably sound like broken records over here because we always <laughs> say, like, you got to take advantage of those connections and, and come out and shake hands. And um, I'm I'm glad I ended up coming out to the to the viewing because I, I got to meet you and um and now we're sitting here and, and talking about this and I'm sure this will grow into something, something else. And I was like, man, like, I always try to tell people, like, shake the sheets and, and hit the street and you have to um, go out and, and shake hands. Cause other than that, like how, like people aren't going to come and knock at your door. Like, Hey, I know you got a talent, like come out here help us or whatever. Like, no, you have to be out there. And um, again, like just something as simple as uh, RSVP, the, 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 for the documentary. And here we are, you know? And yeah. There's this quote by Frank Hampton, right? He said, he said, uh, you know, theory is cool. But we practice ain't shit, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. so if it's, you know, you can have all this talent, you can have all this potential, right? But if, if you don't make nothing out of it, if you don't do the work, then what's it for? Yeah, well, um, what's the movie? You ever watched the movie uh, A Bronx Tale? Uh-uh. No. When, uh, so the dad tells the kid, like, like the worst thing to to, to have, like, it's um, wasted talent is the, way, the worst thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, again, that, that always stayed in my head, too, like, like if you have the talent, like I, I try to squeeze it as much as I can off off of anything. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not the journalist, I'm not the best speaker, but here we are. We but turn on the microphones. It. But you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. And and the, uh, like the only reason or like the reason that keeps me going and that will keep me going is 
knowing that I'm good at meeting people or like just making those connections or like putting like putting people together. So it's like, man, I, if I have that, like, who cares about how, how, how I'm speaking or if I'm stuttering through the whole podcast, but like, like we're going to hear the story. We're going to, we're going to get these people in front of the, uh, in front of the camera and whatever little audience that I have, like they're going to get to hear, hear this. And so we're going to drop the, uh, the link to to your Vimeo, mm-hmm. that's what it's called, right? Vimeo, mm-hmm. and that, that's how I knew that that, that you took it serious because that that's old school. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you're, you're legit. You yeah, yeah. made it right. That, that's yeah. when that's where the uh, the videos look clear. You know about the Jesus Vimeo. You depend yeah. the description though, but it, it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. No, it sure. And I have the pro account too. So yeah, no, I, I seen it. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's serious. It's not just a YouTube link. <laughs> so um, we're, I'm gonna drop these on, on the description so that people could um, click on them and and just. Just see the beauty and, and and get inspired. I seen that you had a what's the what what was, what was the documentary the murals of the valley or valley of valley murals? of murals valley of murals that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen the guy they were painting. Uh, I know it started off with the Selma uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. mural. Yeah, that so was that was uh, just the colors on that one alone is is nice. Yeah, so that that's uh, like I said, I'm always also finding myself documenting art. Yeah, too, and so with that project too. Um, Really fortunate that uh, myself and my colleague, Carissa Garcia, shout out to Carissa. Uh, she's an amazing, also uh, artist, beautiful, amazing, talented uh, individual. Um, and so she applied for a grant to make this film. Okay. And so she, uh, one of her, you know, her missions too is to bring these resources for artists here in the Central Valley. Yeah. They have sometimes, once again, the, the area sometimes is, is forgotten when it comes to the resources, when it comes, especially for development of art, right? The art scene is not as strong as it is in, in LA or the Bay Area, yeah. of course, right? Uh, so I'm really fortunate to meet this individual to try to strive to bring the resources. Yeah. For you know, local artists, right? To show that there's talent here yeah, too, yeah. right? And so it's important. And, and so yeah, I, I actually co-produced the story with her too. And yeah, she's also really passionate. So you know, uh, that was a good one. I, you guys need to check it out. Uh, mural, uh, Valley of the Valley Murals. Of murals. Okay. Valley of Murals. Uh-huh. That was that's a good one. And you then you documented a uh, uh, what's it, what was the title? You just told me that you was like the top of the line that a, that a college could give you. Yeah. So. Um, uh, Ernie Palomino. Ernie Palomino. Palomino. He is a professor emeritus uh, from Fresno State. Mm-hmm. And once again, so that title is given to a professor. So he to teach at Fresno State for a little while, yeah. uh, art and muralism. So he's an old school, uh, you know, Chicano artist, muralist, uh, filmmaker too. I think he made a yeah. film too. Really talented individual, like I said. So right now, he uh, Fresno State actually honor him as I said with the title of professor emeritus. So meaning he is a professor for uh, a professor for life in pretty much it's, it says you're a badass. top of the line. Yeah, you space, you're <laughs> a badass. Pretty much what you're saying, you're a badass. So is that is that your goal? That's what it should be. You will. <laughs> well, man, it's manifested, right? Let's manifest you, it. You have to put it out, put it out there, man. And once once you do, we'll we'll have another glass of wine and celebrate for for being a badass. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so what's uh? I kind of I wanted to hear more, and maybe we should have started it that way, but. We're all over the place right here. What's uh? You've been artists, you know. I've been yeah. artists. <laughs> how uh? How was the childhood like? Coming from Mexico and and, I mean, coming to Fresno, I'm sure that was like a big old culture shock, like crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, most definitely. Um, like I said, so um, yeah, so I live mostly with my mom, you know, over there. Like I said, I was the whole time with her. Like I said, my dad. What part worked, of Mexico? Guanajuato. Guanajuato. Guanajuato, okay. Mexico, and so um. Yeah, it was a, it was a challenging process, especially you know, like I said, um, I came without speaking a word of English, so that was harsh, yeah. right? Um, but I think I had the desire and the drive. Um, sometimes you know I would study on my own, uh, so I came to an, an age too where you know you become aware too, you know, with people, especially students, bully yeah. you, yeah. right? Especially being the, the you know the um, the first immigrant, yeah. right? Uh, so you know, the, so it was a lot of that. Uh, but then again, I had really uh, good teachers, you know, uh, in, in middle school, uh, in high school, right? That really helped me out. That yeah. really, you know, they would really support. And I think now reflecting on it, I think they really saw potential in me, mm-hmm. right? They, they really saw uh, my talent, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they seen the hunger. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, reflecting on that, that I just, you know, thinking about it and and, and they invested in me, right? They invested, support me, Um 
I should remember this, you know, because uh, when I got accepted to Berkeley, I didn't know what was Berkeley was, you know, to yeah. be honest. I didn't know. I used to apply because I got the fee waiver, you know, because yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I'm a low income. <laughs> so you get the fee waivers to apply to college, right? And so. So um, you didn't know how, how, like the status, like how big I it was? I had no idea. I had, like, I'll go there. Yeah. No. And so, you know, I was. Damn, I was must uh, be nice. I was going to go to City <laughs> College. I was going to go to City College, yeah. right? which nothing wrong with it, which, you know, go to City College too, you know. You, like, not, I mean, whatever, whatever you end up going to. Cool yes, like it's, education it's great. regardless. Yes, but you didn't know like the how the difference between Ber- Berkeley and State. No, I, no, I mean, city. I didn't know. I could be quite honest, because you know, and McLean is always, uh, especially in those times, was a really troubled school. Um, you what, know, what year? What year did did you come? I so I, I get I got here to Fresno in 1999. Oh wow! And so um, during those times, like I said, it's still uh, McLean. I was in a rough stage mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it wasn't the you know the best school yeah. uh it's improved which you know it's awesome that has improved in, in the last couple of years it's improved a lot um and so i still remember this day right so um one of my teachers my biology teacher right uh he's white and so you know i told him you know should i go to berkeley he was like i still remember he told me you know he's like sammy you know if i would have the opportunity to go I will go. He would have won there. And I'm telling man, this white guy, you know, he couldn't go to Berkeley, you know? <laughs> and you got the ticket. And I got like, oh, and I got there. I was like, oh, it must be good then, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he wanted to go. And he's white, you know? <laughs> I'm like, damn. So, you know, that just, and then I did my research afterwards. And yeah. and that same night, actually, went to say, I'm going to, to Berkeley. Man, good call. Right, right. So I still remember that. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was, you know, it, it wasn't an easy process. Like I said, I think for every immigrant, right? Yeah. Like, uh, as immigrants, you don't want to immigrate to begin with. Yeah, it's a necessity. It's it's a way of survival sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, and so the journey itself, you know, you don't want to live the place where you were born, your family, right? All that you know, really, yeah. to, to leave that behind, right, for a chance of a better life, right? Um, and so it's it's not easy to do that, right? And so, um, yeah, like I said, it, and we came up with nothing, literally with nothing, just the clothes, you know, in, in a bag, and that's it. We have nothing. Uh, and, and that's, again, that's what inspired me, right? At the end of the day, that's what inspired me. And, and here we are in the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's, again, like, I, I, that's crazy. And, and I say it, man, cause, uh, like I, I, through my middle school days or whatever, like, man, I was, I was, I was in trouble. Like I was a troubled kid. And, um, but I would always see like, cause we would get students. Um, I mean, being from here on, we, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of immigrants and, and, people that come out and work in the fields and we had, we had a lot of Rasa that would, that would come and, um, and it would be around that, that, that time, like, um, uh, right, right when we get into middle school, I'm like, dang, like they're coming. And these were the kids that, that, like, that would, um, succeed. And, and I, I, it would always stay in my head. Like, man, we we're taking it for granted over here. We're, uh, we're screwing up and like being class clowns or whatever. When these kids, like they're dedicated and not like I'm, 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 that's what I'm visualizing yeah. that, that, that that's where you were at yeah like, but I think you know it, it's just different experience it, it is know, it's different environments right yeah no and yeah and it's till to you uh till the light bulb clicks and it's like man I, I need to get together and and I mean in my story like with um how you mentioned like it like you having teachers that that believed in you like like that was that was like my story went um uh throughout middle school and high school like I ended up getting kicked out of high school and I went to a continuation school and um after that, I was like, man, this is where I'm gonna stay, because like to me, it was like this is, like this is just where um, this is where I could focus more on. If I'm at high school, like it's too many distractions or whatever. And I ended up graduating from the community uh, continuation school. Awesome. And um, after that, I ended up going to uh to IT here in um in Clovis for for web and, web and graphic design. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I was out there like writing on the walls. I like, man, I'm just gonna put the yeah. art on the computer uh-huh. when I, but yeah, but like, it's it, awesome it, too. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. And, but yeah, it, it took those teachers that didn't give up and like that had that seen that hunger and, and had faith in, in, and you or believed in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, again, like, I mean, and now I'm sure like, I mean, you're, you're, you're teaching I'm now. I'm on this side now. Yeah. yeah. You're on the other side. I'm so on this side, so yeah. now you know how to, uh, show that, that care, uh, to the kids, you know, and, and like, put, yeah, you know, it, it's about that too, especially I think once again from students uh, from a region that are Raza, yeah. you know, the African Americans, you know, that especially once again minority groups, right? Yeah. That um, especially, you know, in the last year we have made really improvements as far as, you know, bringing the numbers up for enrollment in college, which is awesome too, right? But we still, I think, you know, to make a critique about our educational system too, yeah. right? That 
it has a lot to improve, right? Yeah, yeah. It's still, uh, I mean, for instance, you know, of Latino men, you know, they don't really go to college, yeah. right? So that we need to do, right? When we have them in college, we need to inspire them to go there, right? Yeah. To make them um, sure that, you know, the value of that education, right? That it's just not about the money, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. It's about the knowledge. It's about the experience. It's about you becoming aware of your surroundings, that you are a critical thinker, right? That yeah. you use not just a GPA, for instance, right? It's not about, yes, it will give you an opportunity, to succeed, right? To have a better economical life, but it's more about also the, the knowledge that you yeah. will have too, and how you can grow as a person too. And so, you know, um, I try to inspire my students through my work. You know, yeah. I show them my work when, in my classes, right? This is what I do. This is what I come from. You know, yeah. if I can do it, you can do it as well too. Yeah, you know? no, as 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 cliche as that sounds, but it, it that's 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 the best way to put it. I mean, those words alone, like I mean, they live this long because it, it makes sense. Like if you could do it, like. Yeah. If I could do it, you, you could do it too. And, and yes, it's, yeah. it sounds, yeah, it, no, but, <laughs> but it's true though. But it, I mean, that's, it's worked this long, you know, and, and now, nah, yeah. And same with me, like, like with, uh, like I try to go back to here on, uh, as much as I can, whenever they invite me, mm -hmm. I go out, like I'll, I'll go out and, uh, speak to the, to the middle school out there. And, um, while I was working at the, at the Fresno Grizzlies out, I, I had so much, uh, things to talk about and come out and bring the jerseys, the hats and just, kind of show them like like man I, I sat in the same desk and now like this yeah. is what i'm doing you know mm -hmm. and so i don't know i guess that's that's always been like my um like my uh like my not, i don't know if it would be the goal but like like what pushed me that that, that was the thing that pushed me just so i had like i would keep going and keep adding more things to my portfolio and just so i could have more to talk about whenever i went back to the school and and talk to the kids yeah, because you know, as um, I say, the cliche it sounds, but representation matters. It does, right? When you see, you know, those little kids when they see you um, succeed, right? When you have a person of color, right, yeah. doing something good, something good for the community. Yeah, yeah the you see yourself in them. Yes, it's yeah. important to to have these children see, you know, see themselves on you and use how you saw. You know, for instance, too, like. Um, when I was in Berkeley, I didn't see, you know, professors like me, like yeah. myself, you know, that spoke Spanish, that were raza. Yeah. I didn't have had, to be honest, even in my career, in my major for film studies, I never had a professor that was raza. Mm -hmm. I never had one, right? And so, I, you know, just reflecting on that experience, if I would have just one professor like myself, let's say, right, yeah. it just will validate so much for me, right? It will say I'm on the right path. Because I was on doubt, like I said, yeah being an immigrant and decided to be an artist, right? And doing social justice for your film. That's unheard of, you know, for my yeah, family. Yeah. And so, you know, if, if I would have a professor that looked like me, right? That talked like me, um, that reflect me. Yeah. That would just validate my experience. Yeah, no. Repre representation matters. That's going to be the title of the <laughs> of the episode. It, it really does. Um, yeah. Uh, while I was in school, it, in we would have counselors or uh, I was at the, a continuation school and we would have people try to come in and counsel us and teach us the good from bad or whatever and um and it's like man I don't, I don't believe you because there would be people that weren't from where we're from so uh now like that that does uh, it, it plays a huge part so now us that that we've gone through those through those obstacles it's like now we gotta go and get back and show face so that they do see that and because i'm I, I, I don't know what anything that I do is like, that's who I'm doing it for. Like for the 14 year old me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cause I, and I think it's a difference too, used to, to say it and other, other things to do it. To do it. Yeah. Right. Cause I can say, you know, uh, beautiful, inspiring words, yeah, right? yeah. but you have nothing to back it up. Yeah, it just you just got to do the footwork. Right. For sure. And so I think, I think actions inspires more than words, right. A, they see. And so I think that's my philosophy, right. In which I'm trying to, inspire just through my actions right yeah. sometimes it's all i can do right just i cannot save the world right for instance yeah, yeah. but all i can do is my work contribute it's, yeah. you know through my work and that's what i can do at this point in my life right and those are my actions that i chose to make right to inspire folks yep this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is great now nah, man um man we're, we're not leave inspired just listening to this <laughs> for sure um what, what what else do you have uh in the works anything uh 
Anything new? Yeah, so uh, actually in, in the winter break, I had a, uh, I'm working with this uh, professor at uh, Cal State Long Beach. Okay. Uh, so he's also, he's an old school Chicano. Uh, also, he was part of the riots uh, on the 1960s. Okay. Right, radical, you know, badass uh, Chicano professor there too. And so he has a program in which he takes DACA recipients uh, to Mexico. Wow. Right? And so um, I was I had the chance on, during the winter break to go and go um, with one of the groups. And so, you know, this the way it works. So he uh, helps them get advanced parole so they can go back to Mexico and be able to mm-hmm. come, you know, come back to the States, right? So they get this permission from immigration uh, called advanced parole. And so, like I said, but the catch, here's a catch. Uh, this is no guarantee they're going to make it back to the United States. Okay. That's a catch. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately. But it shows, it shows how serious they are about it. Yeah, like, are yeah. you willing to take your time and dedicate to this? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, so they, they get the permission for two months. And so they can go, you know, before, because so uh, for the two months in Mexico, however they want to go to the hometowns, right? And some of these, you know, uh, individuals, they haven't been back in Mexico since in 5, 10, 15, 30 years. They haven't been back, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I kind of went there as one of the leaders in um, of the program. And I was able to document that experience nice. and interview a couple of the students, right? And, you know, these students uh, are activists themselves. And so, um, you know, and, and for instance, you know, one of the students was telling me, right, actually, when we came back, right, uh, she, we had a group to mass, you know, group text, and she was saying, you know, oh, my grandpa passed away, right? But I would say, I'm so fortunate that I was able to see him before he passed away, wow. you know? And that's so powerful, right? Yeah, that yeah. they had the opportunity to, to go and reconnect with their identity, right? Sometimes, as an immigrant, sometimes you feel like an outcast. Like, ni de aquí ni de allá. Like, like I'm like, not from, right? Like, like India Maria. Right, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly yeah. like that, right? So, so folks feel like that, yeah. right? And so just being able to go back to Mexico where you're born, you know, to your roots, to your raíces, uh, has a profound impact, right? And so I documented, so, uh, so they go back to uh, for two weeks to Mexico City, yeah. and we take him sightseeing through Mexico City, uh, you know, the pyramids, La, uh, La Basilica, all these different oh, wow. sites, right? And so I documented their experience and documented you know, some interviews. Uh, so that's the next um, documentary coming up, too, in the works. Man, we're excited to see that. That's dope. Yeah, because it, it, it is true. Like, I have family members that haven't been back home in in years, and it's it's crazy just to even think of that, like, we have family here. We just drive to the next city or whatever. But like, when you haven't seen your grandparents or your pa- your actual parents or uncles or whatever in, in years, just because not because you don't want to, it's just you really can't cross mm-hmm. or or come back. I, I should say that, that, that it's it's crazy. Um, what do you uh, so when you, so when you film, you just throw everything in the hard drive, or <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you do? Um, I'm sure you got I'm sure you got a grip of. Yeah, footage. you know, it's, it's, it's a process, and, I, you know, I'm always learning, yeah. I'm, 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 you know, my mistakes, I always trying to improve, right, in every single aspect, um, so I do everything myself, Yeah. so I do from the, you know, for, uh, so I start off doing research, first of all, about the topic, right, that's kind of my, my formal training as a grad student, right, mm-hmm. doing, um, do research about the topic as much as possible. So you don't just film? No, no, just, right. So, yeah, because if not, you're just going to film a yes. bunch of no, nonsense. No, 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 you, like, no, 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 you gotta, you gotta have an idea at least what you're yeah, doing, right? Rough. Yes, yes, so at least a rough idea, yeah. right? Um, and so, so I, for instance, my, my creative process is that um, just do some research, think, a lot of thinking, right? Where's, I wanted, why do I want to make this documentary? Yeah. Why do I, do I have the means, yeah. right? All these different the technical aspects of equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, you say, okay, let's just do it, right? So I just, uh, you know, draft an idea. I imagine how the documentary is going to look, right? So okay. I have to think about who this is I'm going to interview. This is what I'm going to interview, right? This is the, the equipment I'm going to use. This is my timeline, my time frame. Because I need to have a, and this is how I learned. This has been a, a learning curve, right? Which uh, I try to discipline myself as much as possible. But, you know, um, I would say as an artist, I try to excuse myself, right? I'm always <laughs> over the place, you know, when it comes to organization. That's always my excuse. <laughs> right, right? I'm an artist, you know. I fucking know I'm an artist, you know. Oh, like I, I might just be a visual person. I get, I don't know. Right, right. <laughs> but it works out the end yeah, of the yeah. day, right? Um, and so, yeah. And so, 
And I think the beauty of documentary filmmaking, especially, right, is that, well, you have an idea, yeah. but you ended up something completely different, right? You ended up with something unexpected. You ended up with something, you know, with a, a better story. And so I think for me, every, the magic happens on the editing, mm -hmm. right? And so and now, because that's what the challenge is. Yeah. How am I going to, you know, um, put all these images, these sounds, these interviews to make it a cohesive story, yeah. right? That's the challenge. Um, but I something that I, you know, I'm passionate about. That's something that I love. I love editing. Um, like I spend hours on doing that. And so I really enjoy it. Like I said, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Okay, let's start over again, right? <laughs> uh, but that's the advantage, for instance, with digital editing, right? You yeah, can, yeah. and you have... You're not cutting film or nothing. You're just, yeah, it's digital. Yeah, so you have, you know, have a storage, um, you know, for my hard drive and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's it, it, but it's also can get really intensive too. You know, there's moments where you can just feel like, fuck this, you know, like... Yeah. I'm, you know, I gotta, I gotta go, you know, work, you yeah, know, yeah. sometimes I do my, my passion projects, right, just for the heck of it, right, nobody pays me, nobody's, you know, tell me to do it, I yeah. just do it because I want to, and sometimes, you know, it's like you're in survival mode, like, oh, you know, I gotta go to work, gotta pay bills, yeah. I don't have time to work on this right now, uh, for instance, you, um, in this, this uh, particular film, mm -hmm. I didn't touch it for a year, I didn't touch no, it. No, we didn't even we didn't even mention the name of it. Now that I think about it, <laughs> R is our weapon. R is our weapon. Yes, R is our weapon. And um, when uh, when is this? When will people get to see this this documentary? So right now we are developing a plan to promote it more now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think the next upcoming event will be a screen at Final State. Yeah, we're gonna have a screen. I think uh, hopefully by early. I'll say it, I think the earliest uh, maybe uh, mid April. Okay. But we definitely in the summer we're gonna have more screenings. I'm actually gonna have a. I'm gonna just have it um, this Thursday in our hop. I was gonna. Put Where? It, I don't know yet. Okay. I was gonna find a fucking wall and put a projector there and a, and a speaker and okay. that's it. Well, I'm gonna tell you. Um, I'm gonna be at at this at the cultural arts park. Mm. I don't know if we have a wall there, but if we what what if we could find like a sheet or something? I have I have a screen. Let me let me just connect because uh, I we'll just talk, wanna, we'll talk about it because. Cause like, Man, it would be dope to have it there. Yeah, because Omi was, she, Omi hit me up last night. I was like, fool, you need to promote this film by the air hop. Man. It's just put it in the put some, find a wall, you know, yeah. we have, they have a projector, we have a speaker. Once it gets dark, just. Yeah, and just put it in on. the loop, you know, on the loop. So people can just, even, you don't even, see the even, story. Even, yeah, I was about to say that. Even if it's, if it don't have no sound, it's still a good visual. Like it, it's really a good visual. And it's, and it's basically what was, was going to be going on throughout the street. It yeah. was on. It was documented. Exactly, exactly. Literally, yeah. right there on the street, those streets. Um, so yeah. Be, so I think we, we're trying to do that uh, this this Thursday. Uh, like I said, we're gonna submit it to film festivals, uh, and eventually we're gonna make it available online for everyone to see. Yeah. But, but I think in a couple of months, we're trying to put more as much as possible. And I, I, I'm excited for people to see that because, uh, like I said, I, I left inspired and in, in just just the fact that again, um, the fact that you guys documented that, it, it was it was dope because it was a. Uh, we all lived it. Um, we all lived at that period. Everybody was stuck at home and wearing our mask and couldn't do much. But I feel like to some, that was like the only, like a, a reason to, to get out and, and, and be a part of thing. And, mm -hmm. and I can still think of the, the, the time when, um, <clears throat> when K rich and, and a, a lot of people that I follow on social media, they were reposting all the, all the flyers, like we're meeting at this wall this time. And this other one and um, here where we're at right now, down uh, H Street, there's the two murals the, mm -hmm. with the Native American uh, three with the three faces mm -hmm, of Native mm -hmm, Americans, mm -hmm. and um, man, and and people just pass by it like I don't know if they ignore it or not or if they appreciate it, but like having them uh, the artists speak on the meaning and, and the and that that that's what that's what stood out. And and I I'm bad with names, so I I, I won't remember. Uh, Bobby, no, yes, and how he mentioned uh, how who those faces were. And it it kind of like it it humanized in a way that these people it's not just a it's not just a mascot, it's not just a uh, it's, it's it's not just a face that they painted. It this, these people are honored and they, mm -hmm. they 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 mean a lot to yeah a, a lot a lot of people out there. And so yeah, like again, like had you guys if, if no one would have picked up a camera and went out there like this this would have been forgotten. Even um the uh the mural. From uh, that that was painted over uh, I think like the owners of the building painted the over. Vanessa, yeah, yes, uh -huh. like like that would have been forgotten. Yeah, you know, 
And like I said, I, I want to once again uh, reiterate that uh, this was all organic. Yeah. Like I said, it was just. Like, and that, that's when it works best. Yeah. Too. And it was just, you know, it was literally just an idea, yeah. right? It was just an idea. I didn't know where I was going to go with it, you know, when I, I was recording it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, going back to this, what I was saying earlier that I didn't touch it for a year. Yeah. I didn't touch it. I, I, I was overwhelmed too. You know, I think during that, you know, that after that summer of 2020, the lockdowns, you know, COVID and the peaks, people, you know, yeah. all this tragedy is happening. It, it, it could take a whole, uh, uh, it could take a hit on, on, on your mental health too, yeah. right? And so I, I myself didn't feel inspired. You know, yeah. I did, I did. I wasn't producing any any creative work. You know, I was trying to survive. You know, I was teaching online. You know, trying to cope with that, mm. right? And so, um, and I was just trying to survive at that point, right? I wasn't really feeling inspired, but then I was like, this is important. This is historical. This needs to be, this story yeah. needs to be told. And I just, like I said, I just had it on my hard drive and I like, yeah. plug it into my laptop and let's Start get down editing. to it. But once I started, I didn't stop. Once <laughs> I started, let's just get fucking, yeah. let's get down to it. Yeah, no, that's, again, that's, that's a good thing about uh, documenting that it's, um, even like with this, this footage that we're, that we're uh, capturing right now, like, we could save it on the hard drive and um, we don't know. I mean, once you blow up and become this big old <laughs> filmmaker, we'll, we'll have it. But like, man, he was sitting in my living room. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's so, yeah, thank you, thank you. so yeah, no, it, it that's, that's what's great. It, like when, or when, it, when, when things are timeless or, or I don't know if that would be the correct word to say timeless, but when it's, it's just history, like you could film it and release it five, 10 years from now and it's still going to, impact or, or like is going to bring you back and it teach you of what went on in that in, the, in that year or that era yeah you so. know that's the power of images right yeah um you know as an academic myself too you know perhaps i can write a thesis a hundred page thesis mm-hmm. but who's going to have access to that thesis right yeah. it's going to be just collecting dust at the library of fairness there for yeah. instance right who's going to have access maybe a grad student in 10 years is going to go and you know and see that thesis yeah. but when you have something that can, like you know, a link that can be shared, yeah, you know, that can every can access Man, to, and it, that, right? yeah, it's it's so easy now, which yeah. is it's a good thing now, I guess. Like I, I'm, I'm sure you as a filmmaker, like I'm sure you feel, or, or how do you how do you feel about it when um, where like a few years back that this would have been on on a DVD, yeah. like does that does that matter to you? I mean, I think it's empowering, you know, yeah. knowing that that you have a physical compared to a not only like, that, a, like but. A link. But I think it's empowering to knowing that you can promote your shit. You know, you can promote your work yeah. without having, you know, this big budget. That yeah. you ha- without having a marketing firm, without having a studio to fund your project, right? right? That's what I tell my students, you know. Just make it happen. You have literally a camera on your phone. You have editing software on your phone. You can make a film out of it. You can post in your phone. Man, I've, I came across some YouTube videos where they literally just did it off the, on, the, on the iPhone and edit on on iMovie and yeah, and that's empowering. And like we said uh, before we started recording, I'm like man, I don't, I don't really think the equipment matters when it's a good story. It could be pixelized for all they care, like turn it black and white, but yeah. it's still if it's a good story, like it. Story, story, story. That's what I tell my story. story. Yeah, that's what I tell my you know. I tell my students, you know, a camera is a tool. If you know how to use it, it's useless, right? Um, Dang, it's yeah. a, and it's about how to use the, excuse me the equipment. But also the story, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing that you have access to this, yeah. you know, medium of distribution for free, such as YouTube, such as you know, Vimeo, a little bit more yeah. legit, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit more no, legit. I mean, you got Spotify. Yes. You, I mean, like, not to toot our horn or nothing, but like with this podcast, I mean, yeah. we're not again, we're not journalists. We don't know. Like you talk to Jesus, and he's more comfortable with 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 uh, photos, mm-hmm. but he's working the camera right here, and I don't know how to. Like I'm learning how to edit on Premiere mm-hmm. just to do reels and, and upload take these things. Take my class. Take my class. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, man. Right, take my class. Um, yeah, no, it, it and but it's but it's working and we're making it happen. And it's like if you can't take advantage of that, like I'm like if I if I have a question, boom, log into YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and here we are. Like I learned about the uh, the pod mics and the mixer and uh, we're recording off. Uh, what is this? GarageBand. Yeah, yeah. And um. You, you just make it happen. Loki, like YouTube, he has it, my teacher too, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I learned so much from, from, from YouTube too. And like I said, um, I think it's about, you know, using these resources. Yeah, right? there's no excuses at this point. There's there's no excuses to get creative. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you have the resources. Like I say, I, I Google shit sometimes on, <laughs> on YouTube, you know, yeah, to yeah. learn, you know, things, things in Premiere. Like, yeah. okay, how do you do solve this, you know? And 
Um, so I think we have the means, right? It, yeah. Like I said, your phone, it has a capability of producing great images. But once again, you mentioned before, it's about the story, right? It's about yeah. the impact that it can have, like how you the tell impact. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I feel like that. that's when the... Uh, that's when the editing comes in part. What do you think? Or would you agree? Yeah, like yeah. The, like the impact of how you break down the, the story? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, for instance, there's, there's a lot of editing theory. You yeah. know, how, for instance, colors can affect the yes. psyche of the humans, right? And say that again. I always, I always <laughs> tell people when it comes to logos. So I, I do uh, graphic design. Uh-huh. And when I try to pitch a logo, it's like, think of the colors that you want. Or what feeling you want to give a person. Because mm-hmm. that, that's where we're going to go with this color. If, if you want to get them excited or whatever use the reds the yellows if you want to cool them off hit some blues mm-hmm. some greens or when you think subway yeah it's greens because it's supposed to be fresh you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. All, all that all that plays a part yes yes you know it has a psychological effect yeah. you know combining for instance in, in filmmaking and editing yeah. right you combine these different images right mm-hmm. where it's called a montage right you do a montage in which through you know a several you know um, images you convey an idea yeah. right through you know three or four cuts you convey an idea right um, because again right sometimes you don't even know you don't even know for instance I think my parents they don't speak English mm-hmm. right and they got the story yeah yeah because it was so you know visually intense this particular and documentary even I'm, I'm sure with the score right the sounds in the background exactly, all that plays right? a big part like yeah. when it's getting eerie or when it's joyful you got a little more funny sounds mm-hmm. or yeah that. so like i said reflecting about my parents like they understood it yeah you know even though they don't speak english mm-hmm. but they still they were able the to capture the message yeah. under too and once again it's the power of image this the, the story uh the power of storytelling dang how do you feel about a black and white film like film like photography or and video black and white i don't really do it myself yeah. <laughs> uh something I've, perhaps in the future i will do um, but what's the thing too, you know, like I said, now uh, cameras, consumer cameras are becoming more, you know, accessible in the mm-hmm. price wise. Uh, so the S3, for instance, for Sony, it's a really uh, a camera where you can pr- uh, produce beautiful cinematography, like professional top notch yeah. cinematography. Mm-hmm. It's, on the, it's a consumer camera that you, and you, you know, that you can create. So, uh, you know, and so now the tools are becoming more accessible for, for filmmakers, independent yeah. filmmakers, especially to produce uh, beautiful imagery. Uh, with a consumer, you know, camera, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes you know, this technology will not be available five years, even five years ago, you yeah, know, no. or even 10 years ago. No, back then you had to have like a carry on camera or even and like the, expensive too. The, yeah. The cannons, like I still have my old Canon, the 5d. Yeah. And now I see these guys with the Sony's are like, man, it's just more compact. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's just easier to carry around. And I get that alone. Like will motivate you to bring out the camera a little more, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, no, yeah, I always, uh, so I asked the question about the black and white because mm-hmm. I love black and white photos and mm-hmm. I feel like it's, uh, it makes them timeless, I guess. You won't really, know. Really emotionally heavy too. It does. Yeah, right. and, and and it won't distract distract you or whatever. Like you'll, you'll see, like you'll, it'll take you to whatever you're trying to capture. But but then I, I'm as I'm asking that question, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I, I, I see why you wouldn't do uh, black and white because a lot of the, what you're documenting it's colorful. So, yeah. like, why would you turn that off, you know? No, but I think, for instance, I think black and white has a, a really sense of romanticism to it, too. It's really romantic. Real dreamy. Yeah. yeah, really dreamy. Like, for instance, um, you know, the, this, um, there's a few, few movements. For instance, the uh, the French New Wave and the Italian New Realism in the 1960s. You know, they're black and white. Um, and so, for instance, this move, this few movements and at that time, for instance, they try to portray the harsh realities. For instance, the new Italian neuralism, uh, they're trying to show the reality of Italy after the war, yeah. right? How it was devastated. And, you know, these films are shown in black and white and are just so beautiful, even though, you know, the story is not yeah. beautiful. You know, it's about yeah, yeah. the struggle after Italy, um, you know, got defeated in, after World War II, right? So the stories are not cute. Also, the, in the French New Wave, for instance, too, you know, the stories are really not, they don't have a happy ending, for yeah. instance, right? Uh, but the cinematography is in black and white and just so emotionally driven, so beautiful yeah, edited, yeah. you know? We have these long takes and you just, you just get emerged. So there's a sense of, you know, of, of that really beauty and dreamlike yeah, and romanticism, black and, black and white. Yeah. I've seen a, I just... I just seen a, a, a TikTok and I don't know, I, it might have been fake. I don't know. But it was it was showing how uh, it was an MLK photo. And they, they were talking about how they a lot of the uh, those photos from MLK and, and and like those protests, 
um, how they show them in black and white to try to like paint it in our heads as if it was like way back. But it was like, so it could be for good and bad, right? So it was like, when you think of it like, like uh, MLK and, and, and um, all these different uh, movements that, that were going on back in the day, even like the Cesar Chavez days, like they, they, when we think about it, it wasn't as, as long ago, but when they show us like black and white photos, it, it was yeah, trying to it was trick trying. us like, uh-huh. oh man, that was way back then, like yeah. we're past this. Yeah. yeah, it has that effect too. You yeah, know, it does. It does have that effect. But once again, I think it's you know it shows uh, the preservation. Of, yeah. I think it, the capture of you know the technology itself, right? Because I mean, uh, you know, it was only film cameras, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Um, and black and white, most likely. And I think it's a reflection, first of all, of the technology that was available yeah. at the time, right? But also of the era itself, too. Yeah. And, and I think, like, again, I just, I, I love black and white, yeah. you know. Um, I think this will be my next one of my next projects, <laughs> black and white. You gave an idea there that that would be one of the projects then. <laughs> no, no, maybe, uh, maybe Jesus uh, could answer this for us. But, uh, like, do you, do you think that, or, I don't know, because I, I think about it, too. It's like, maybe it, if I'm shooting black and white, am I just being lazy? Like to to edit because this guy's super dope with his uh with the editing like super like colorful dreamy mm. whatever but it's like if, if someone like yourself that that shoots in color like if you see someone just shooting black and white how do you how do you feel about it is it what's your critique critique yeah what's the critique is it, is, 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 are they being lazy right like ah oh, man like mm, they no, ain't editing no I don't think so um I think sometimes it just adds to to what you're capturing like yeah. you said like sometimes you focus more on the subject when you take away the distraction of so much color you know yeah yeah you get to the point yeah get the message and then sometimes i feel like even black and white saves photos because there's been times where i've edited photos where super exposed where yeah like the lighting or the colors or just everything that's going around is just not mixing well and yeah. even if i try to edit it or mute colors like like i'll just edit it in black and white but make that black and white like unique you know like add yeah. certain color tones to the shadows a little more warmer mm-hmm. or yeah cooler. Mm-hmm. but th- then that adds like a whole different like element to the picture and like sometimes you might just save the photos by making oh, yeah. them black and white For you sure. know so I, I don't think it's like laziness sometimes it's okay. like personal it's your creative it's your yeah. creativity it's, it's, your style. That, it's your style I've, I've shot some photos back in the day and, and I was like man like like that when I couldn't like save the photo like just make it black and white, and yeah. I felt like I was just being lazy. No, but, no, no. Uh, but it worked. Take. It worked. It worked out. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's. It, sometimes you might prefer the black and white. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. You'll, you'll put it sure. on there, and you're like, you know what? Like this actually looks. It, <laughs> it looks it, way better like this. It, it looks better. It gives it, it gives it a whole different feel. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. preference and your creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or sometimes, <laughs> if you're shooting film, that might not, that might just if be it's the, that film. the uh-huh, only thing you have. You know, you might not have no color rolls, and you're like, you know what, black and white it is. <laughs> Dang, what? Um, did you start shooting back when um when it was more like on tape, or did you start? Yeah, I shot actually in high school. It was, it was on tape. Yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. we're talking about film and and like and like video. Like back back then, like it was v, like the little VHS mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. when I so it was like more like. You had to choose. You had to choose wisely or shoot wisely, because uh, yeah, like, yeah. I remember, for instance, we used to, um, you know, convert the uh, the tape to digital, and it would always fucking get corrupted somewhere somehow. You know, you had to start all over again to import the footage. You know, I remember back in the days in high school, you know, had to convert, you know, plug in the camera yeah, and yeah. then play it, you know, the video from the DV tape, to and then convert it, it to. The, it, sometimes yeah. it would corrupt it. It's all over again. <laughs> And so right now we just just put the SD card and let it transfer and boom, you know it's, it's, a, it's a beauty. It's a beauty. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm sure you deal with some uh, corruption on uh, the cards, or but you didn't haven't used DV tapes and like no, that, right? No, no, he, no, he's, no, no he's, he's a young boy. He's a young, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> damn, now I feel old now. That no, no. <laughs> no I don't I've been fortunate enough to not. Uh, experience that dang yeah, no, I, I feel old now <laughs> we, we, we crawled so you could walk like, right yeah, that's no. right that's right oh uh, no that's you know no, I, I i appreciate uh all forms of art with whether it's videography photography painting fine art or, or graphic design it's so this, this was a good conversation man uh, i appreciate you no thank you coming for out having here me. Uh, like i say it's my my honor to 
know, to have a platform first of all, thing. Thank you for giving me the platform. Yeah, uh, for sure. To express it was again, um, you know, it's it's important to express yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the core value of our democracy here in the United States, yeah. right? If you don't speak out, then we'd have a democracy no more. And so it's important to always speak out, always tell the truth, right? Always be guided by the truth, because um, if not, like I said, our core value, even the you know, as this uh, country it is founded on that core value of democracy, you know, speak out, you know, hear your voice being heard, you know, that you know, gonna go away easily. So always um, make use of that, and always, always, always speak out. Give a hand clap to that. <laughs> no, that's true. You you have to, and like you said, rep- representation matters. So you have to. Do it, if, if not for yourself, do it for those like like yourself or people in, in, in your own community. You you have to be out there and show face. Yeah, once again, thank you for having me. Hopefully, I was able to contribute something for the for No, you, know, you for <laughs> sure did. I'm sure people are going to get something out of it. And and again, we're, we have we have the links on our um, description on, on YouTube. So go check them out and just, uh, and just enjoy, right? Like, yeah, sometimes. It's a beautiful... Yeah videos right there that and, and if you are from the areas go out and uh, check out these murals that, that you see in the documentary go out and inst- show, show some love take pictures show them on your instagram something that's right that's right <laughs> so thank you once again and i want to applaud also that work that you guys do too i say it is important to give you know a voice to individuals once again that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to express you know have talk about the art or whatever that might be it's important to have this outlets you know so you, you your guys's work also really matters too so thank no, yeah. you for doing this too yeah of course and like i said i i, I knew that it, like i figured it was gonna start with the speaking on the documentary that, that we just seen but i like that's that might just be a little short part of it i, I want to know about it once i started reading your, your bio and your about me i was like this this man got that's a knowledge to share over here Thank you. Thank you so much once again. And um, yeah, hopefully you guys are enjoyed it. And um, so it's, it's, hopefully this won't be our last time. And no, no, we'll, we'll link up again. And, and for sure, we'll, we'll talk about the, the R-Hop thing. We'll, we'll find a wall. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Yes, Appreciate sir. it.